What is up, everyone? And welcome to this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I am your host, Danny D. I'm an author, speaker, coach, and I'm here to help you unleash your voice, own your inner icon, and stop apologizing for the space that you take up in the world around you because you're fabulous. So stop being so secretive about it. Seriously. (laughs) So today we're actually going to talk about something that I really love. I don't really have a name for it yet. So here we are. Um, I'm certain that I'll make something up by the time that I launch this podcast into the world, but I wanted to talk to you guys about the moments where you are not qualified to make judgment calls on your own work. The moments you are not qualified to make judgment calls on your own work. And these moments come up for a lot of us. And we very rarely recognize that we are not in a space. We are not in a qualification in that moment to make a judgment call on our work because what tends to happen is picture this. Okay. This might be your life, but you are a personal brand. You run a business. You have a brand in some way where you are literally selling yourself or you are trying to create an income by just being yourself and being the most vibrant expression of who you are. If that's you. You're in the right place. Like that is what I do. This is the world <laughs> that I live in, in the internet world. And I'm here to help. <laughs> so that's perfect. You're here. And as someone who really tries to either monetize their voice or monetize who they are, or really build their dream life by just being themselves and leaning into the facets that they're obsessed with or leaning into the things that they really love about themselves or love about the world around them or love about their talents and gifts. Like you are going to be an artist at heart. And what I mean by that is even if you don't do anything quote unquote artistic um, or that you deem artistic, you are communicating yourself to the world around you through whatever venue or avenue that is your skill set, that is your unique skill set. So you might be someone who does podcasting. You might be a writer. You might be someone who does videos. You might be someone who creates content on social media in whatever facet that is. You might be someone who has built like a business with a product that is an extension of who you are, the things that you like or the things that you're obsessed with. And a lot of the times the most profound brands and like really scroll stopping, oh my gosh, I love this brands come from someone expressing and communicating who they are through that brand in such an incredible way where it's so unique because each of us are so unique as people. We have a unique voice, a unique skill set, a unique lived experience, a unique privilege um, or lack thereof, unique perspective on the world around us. We have something that is completely unique to us and the way that our our brain, our life, our experience has set us up to view the world through our unique lens. Like we have a very unique voice in this world. And that is what makes you iconic. Literally gives you so much value to every space that you enter just simply by living, breathing, existing, because you have a unique perspective that is going to inspire someone in whatever way that you share who you are. So whether that's you make clothing, like someone might see your clothes and be like, wow, like I'm so inspired to buy that article of clothing because it makes me feel this certain way. Like there's something about it that draws me to it. Or maybe you have writing that is literally a breath of fresh air. That is an inhale of truth that people are just like, oh, I could drink this up all day long. I love it. Maybe you have an expression of just being 
entertainment and people lean on you when they are really looking for a pick-me-up or looking for a sense of entertainment or something, right? We all have these unique gifts and avenues in which we share who we are, which is our art form. So I very much believe that branding is an art form, is an experience. Your brand, you as who you are, is a, is a fully immersive experience. Like people are immersing themselves in your expression and that is what makes it so incredible. And that's what sells. And that's what people love to be a part of other people's worlds and see inside other people's perspectives. It's what makes the world so dynamic and amazing. So knowing that because it is so personal to us, even if the business is separate from us. So even if it's like a physical product, it is something that is unique to us. And so our voice is very, very deeply embedded in whatever work that is. And when I say our voice, it might be you're not be your actual voice or your words or something like that, but it's an expression of who you are. And that is what your voice is. Your voice is a bridge from the inside of who you are and how you view the world around you to the outside and the actual physical reality you walk into, right? So with that and it being so personal, it can come with emotional moments. It can come with moments where we just don't feel awesome. It can dip into lows for us where our emotions can be really high or we can be having a bad day or we can feel really just critical of who we are. Now, a lot of people can call this imposter syndrome or people can call this just like having a really low moment in their lives or maybe it's mental illness factors that kind of like factor into this that can make us feel like what we have to offer in the world around us just is not good enough anymore. Or as it is, it has to be improved for us to get what we want. This can also come up when we look at comparison. So imagine you are scrolling on social media and there are so many people who you've known for so long in the industry that you're in and they are just popping off. They are getting so many incredible results and you're like, what the hell? Why not me? (laughs) What the hell? Why not me? Why can't I have that? And so your brain is like, well, why can't you have that? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, what what is the issue between you and what that person has. And so that causes like a very big conflict of comparison that can like seep into jealousy and all these different things or self-deprecation. And when that happens, we put this lens on or we put these glasses on that are like these I suck glasses or I am the problem. Like that is the underlying feeling is like, I'm the problem. Clearly something's wrong with me. Now, if you are also someone who has grown up as an artist or grown up as someone who feels like a black sheep in their family, whether that be you are very expressive and emotional and communicative and your family just isn't, or you feel like you are just like this vibrant expression and your family isn't, or maybe you're a little bit more introverted and your family isn't. Like you feel like you just haven't fit in a lot of your life. This is going to be extra amplified. Like you are not only going to put on these glasses that say, you know, I'm the problem and I don't feel great about what I have to give to the world right now. But these glasses are also going to be laced with every single insecurity that has told you that you don't fit into the world around you. And so all your energy after that is going to be poured into the idea that I'm the problem. There's something wrong with me. I don't fit in. Like there has to be something that I need to change or shift about me in order to get the result that I want. So when you have those glasses on and you look at the content, even if you were in the best place in the world and you created those videos or created that content or whatever, you will look at that from a place of something's wrong with this. 
from a place of clearly there's so many problems in this from a space of, you know what, this isn't good enough anymore. Like I should just delete this or I should just change everything. Or I should go listen to so many people who know so much more about who I am, right. Or who so much more about who I need to be. I should say not who you are, but who you need to be quote unquote to get the result that you want. Cause they have it. So clearly it's a problem with you and they have it. So you need to be more like them, right? Like this is what our brain does. It seeks out the problem and it puts all our emotional energy and all our capacity for attention and all our capacity for decision-making on the feeling and the direction and the lens of this is a problem. And when that happens, you are not qualified to actually make a judgment call on who you are. Let me say this again. You're not qualified to make a judgment on who you are or a judgment on your credentials or a judgment on the value that you bring or the judgment on your content. And if you're like, nope, BS, Danny, like that's BS. I will tell you, like ask yourself in those moments, do you think I'm qualified to actually make a judgment call on this? Do you think I'm qualified to do this? Like imagine if you are a brain surgeon, okay? And you're going in for surgery and this person is like, oh, you're, you're in for the consultation. And the person's like, oh, like, great. Like, let me know what, what has been your experience with this surgery before. And the doctor's like, oh, you know, uh, I did a couple of them, but they're just like, they weren't really good. Like, I feel like I could do better. There's this other doctor that I follow and they do the surgery like this. And like, I just feel like they just do such a good job. And like, I don't know. I don't know if I should even do this anymore. Like maybe it's not good enough. Like that part, you're going to sit there and be like, um, this doctor's not qualified to touch my brain. <laughs> this doctor's not qualified in this moment. And it has nothing to do with their credentials. Their credentials could be amazing, like literally incredible. But in that moment, you are going to doubt them just as much as they doubt themselves. And now I don't want this to make you feel in any way, shape, or form like something is even more wrong with you because in those moments, you will find any excuse or your brain will find any excuse. It's not you, it's your brain. will find any excuse to tell you that, yes, I'm going to confirm that I'm the problem. And so what I want you to do first and foremost is in those moments, I want you to hand on your heart, like put your hand on your heart and just say, I am not qualified to make a judgment call on who I am right now. I am not qualified to make a judgment call on my work. I'm not qualified to make a judgment call on what I need to do next. I'm not qualified in this moment to make a judgment call on something that is going to affect my brand, my business, or my livelihood, because it will always come from a place of, I suck, I'm the problem, or it'll come from a place of you trying to like almost escape your own experience of who you are. It's not a productive place to be. And it's not like to be like, oh, I'm not qualified to like change this thing in my life. Like, no, you're just not qualified in that moment to recognize your own value so that you can go through the lens of your value and actually find a solution that is productive to your experience. You're going to go through the avenues of thinking everyone else has the answer and putting up other people on pedestals and being like, ah, clearly all my own value is not good enough. Like you just dig yourself deeper into a hole. (laughs) It's like, you're like, oh, I'm a problem. So I'm going to look to the other people who have the answers because I'm the problem. So clearly I don't have the answers because I'm the problem, right? Do you see where I'm going with this? So the first step is just letting yourself know, like I'm not qualified in this emotional state or in this mental state to make a judgment call in my life, 
which is so liberating because then it's like, oh, like all that pressure of needing to change or fix something in that moment is gone because you're not qualified to do that. So don't do it right now. Like that's not the space. It's going to feel like you need to. It's going to feel like the, the only way to move past is in that moment to make a change. But you're not qualified to look at your stuff like that. <laughs> you're not qualified. But what you are qualified to do is to breathe and remind yourself that you are not a problem. You are not a problem. And when you think about that, when you're like, I am not the problem, like when you think you're the problem, every problem feels unsolvable. But when you are not the problem, you're not the problem. There are potentially things that feel like problems around you. You have the capacity to solve them. But when you are the problem, like you can't solve yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Because you're not even qualified to like figure out what within you is a problem because you're not in a space to actually see things objectively, right? So in these moments, it's really powerful to have someone outside yourself that you can trust who doesn't confirm the biases that you're already confirming within yourself. So I would highly recommend if you're feeling in a place where you feel like the problem or you feel like things aren't working and you are really overwhelmed, please don't go to people who taught you how to think and believe that way about yourself. I made this mistake when I first started my business where I would go to family members who continuously confirmed that I was the problem or continuously confirmed that it was something to do with me or like I was doing it wrong, even though number one, they were never in the industry. Like they don't even understand the online industry. They don't understand what I do to this day. They have no idea. Um, number two, they are were not qualified to give me non-bias opinions because it was already filtered through their own image of who I was, an identity of who I was, which clearly was not productive to where I was going. And also it came in such a heightened emotional state that these people also matched my emotional state. So it was just confirming the I suck glasses. They were like, oh, let me put those glasses on and I'll also view the problem, right? Like it was not productive at all. So this is why it's really powerful to if it's in your capacity to have someone who job it is to like believe in you or hold you to a standard of where you are going. So this is why it's really profound to have either a coach or a support partner or friend who actually believes in you and is like in your industry and like gets it or even like mental health practitioners, like someone who is outside your own brain that can bring you up to a neutral level. (laughs) So it can bring you up to the capacity of being like, Hey, you're not qualified to make a judgment call on yourself right now. And with that, we can like talk it through, bring it to neutral. If you do not have that, or if that isn't in your capacity right now to have that, whether that's your, your, it's not in your financial capacity, it's not in your emotional capacity or whatever, I would highly recommend just like leaning in to people who confirm the bias that you are not the problem or confirm the bias that like you're safe, you're good. So whether that's like looking up EFT tapping videos on YouTube, which is like emotional freedom technique, which is where you tap on your body and you confirm the positive things and you kind of like tap out the negative or whether that's meditating or going to a boxing class or doing yoga or something that can bring you to a neutral state that can take that emotion and say, I have space for all this emotion and it can live with me while I do something else that's not related to the thing that I'm feeling super emotional about. 
So it's not about bypassing the emotion. It's not about saying like, oh, all these thoughts and beliefs and feelings, like I'm just going to flip the switch or I'm just going to like turn them off or I'm just going to like run away from them or move away from them or whatever. It's saying, hey, all of those can live in my body and I'm not qualified to view my work, my personal work through this lens while I'm feeling this way, while I'm thinking these thoughts, because it's not actually going to get me out of this situation or feel productive in any way, shape or form. The second thing you can do is really affirm that you are not the problem. And it's funny because even my brain, because I've been so trained by environmental circumstances within my life that I am a problem or that I am a burden or that I, the, the capacity of who I am in all my expression is like too much. Um, so if you've been th- th- like thought that way or whatever, it might feel very strange saying, Hey, I'm actually not a problem right now. Like I am not the problem. There is nothing wrong with me. I'm not the problem. I'm fine. I am fine. I am not the problem. There is nothing wrong with me. That might literally feel like either you're bypassing responsibility or that you like aren't doing enough or like something like that or that like, no, that's wrong because you are the problem. Like if you're saying that and everything in you is screaming like, oh, that's a lie. Like you are the problem. Like that is a good indication that you have been brainwashed to believe that you are the problem or gaslit into believing. Like if you grew up in homes like that, or you, if you were in relationships like that, like gaslighting yourself into believing you're the problem is like definitely a thing. That's a, that's a thing. Okay. Especially if you're anxious attachment too, right? Like that is a thing. So affirming that I am not the problem. I'm not a problem. Everything's good. I'm not the problem. I am not a problem to solve. And knowing that like you're not a problem to solve, having someone who's objectively looking at your work or getting yourself to a neutral space or a space where you can like at least put down those glasses is powerful. And then, and only then, and this is, it might take days, it might take a few hours, it might take whatever time it takes to get yourself to a neutral state and like come out of that like spiral, depending on how deep you're in it. After that, you can go ahead and get back into recognizing your value. So notice how I didn't say, okay, then go to, go see what or view the problem or do whatever. No, the third step is really recognizing your value. So sitting down and saying, okay, what is the value that I bring? Why is my unique perspective so important right now? Like what makes me, me, what has everything in my life led me up to this moment of sharing this with the world around me? Why am I so jazzed to do this? What is so exciting about this for me? How does this lean on my strengths? What qualifies me to create this in the world? Like what has qualified me to be the person that needs to share this message or need to share this work or gets to share this art or gets to do this in my own way? Like all those amazing things of recognizing your value is like the final, not even the final step. Cause like from there you'll have more clarity of like, okay, cool. I feel good. And you might even say, oh, I actually don't need to fix anything. I just got myself into a spiral and I'm good and I'm back on track and I'm back on fire. Or you might literally have to like recognize yourself and your value and like work on that excessive. No, I won't say excessively, but a lot more to get back to a space where you feel amazing or from that place, you might be like, okay, I feel fucking amazing. And I feel so good about what I do. And I'd love to like reach out for some support with this. Right. 
And that's a way more productive space to be in than being like, I have nothing and I need to go lean on someone who I think is way more capable than me because I feel incapable right now. I feel not good enough right now. I have my ISEC lenses on and I'm waiting for someone to confirm that around me so that I can feel really, really shitty and that feels more productive, right? Like, no, we don't want to do that. And if you do end up doing that, give yourself so much grace because you are human and like it happens. It literally, it happens. Okay. So the final thing that I'm going to give you is once you are in that space where you feel like you can actually collect value and you're like, how do I even begin to do this? Um, A good place that you can start is a free masterclass series that I did create. It's four parts. Um, and it is called natural born icon. And what it's going to really allow you to do is see the things that naturally make you iconic and naturally make you feel turned on and tapped into who you are and knowing what you bring to the table and feeling really incredible in that and saying like, you know, I understand my value. I understand what I can bring to the table and I get what makes me so amazing and like not being afraid to see the world through the lens of I'm awesome versus like, this is shitty. Right. So if that calls to you, like it's a really good free four day thing. If you're like, I don't know where to start, you can go ahead and find that link in the show notes. I'll put that there for you. And I just wanted to share that, like, this is normal. You are human. And those who are creating really unique, incredible things in the world have self-doubt. They do because it's something that they don't see around them. And they're normally the people who are creating it to fill a gap in their industry. And so you're not going to see yourself in a lot of things around you because you are the only you. And it might feel a little lonely sometimes. And that's really what started my brand in the first place is because I didn't see anyone around me who felt like me. That's why I wrote my book. I didn't see anyone around me who is writing the way that I write or was sharing knowledge the way that I wanted knowledge to be shared in the world. Like I was like, there's no one who's doing it in this way. And I wish that there was a me for me to follow. And so for me, it was very like, I need to create this because I don't see it around me. And oftentimes that's what trailblazers do. So if that's you know that you are not alone and there are so many spaces and resources for you and people who will see your value And one of the first people you want to see your value is you. So I hope that helps. I'm sending so much love, kick ass, take names, change the world. You're freaking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. And I will catch you next time. Bye guys. Hey friends, I hope you freaking loved that episode. And if you did, let me know what you loved about it by leaving me a review below or tagging me on all the social medias. It would mean the world to me. And as always, you're freaking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. I hope you hit that subscribe button and I hope we catch you next time.